0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show with your host, So Sad, today. Today I am having fucking ho-hos. Oh, is there anything that's not incredible about a ho-ho? I mean, it's like a fucking devil dog covered in chocolate also the shape it's like basically like i just want to like deep throat the ho-ho you know what i'm saying it's like if i it's like the dream head of a lifetime like giving head to a ho-ho like you just i've already had one so far i just i had to just i jammed it in my mouth like all the way to the back of my throat i was just like fucking universe fill me with ho-ho Okay, I want the I mean I want the cream. I want it's just fuck I mean a ho ho. It's like it's just like yes, it's a no-brainer. Um interesting thing about so ho ho's, I hadn't had a ho ho in a while, and I was like, no, today like it they're happening today. Um the ho ho's are happening today. There's it's 370 calories for the pack, which that means one ho ho has like 130 cows. which like I don't know, I don't think that's that bad, you know? Like for a fucking ho ho, like for like the blow, like a blowjob of a lifetime, like it's just like I just I'm just like sate me with the ho ho, you know? Just like fucking destroy me, daddy, with the ho ho. Like I just I really need I need to be gorged on the sweetness. Of the ho ho. Um, I need sweetness right now in my life. I I mean my life is like fine, you know, like externally it's fine. Like anyone looking at my life would be like, Oh, good life, you know. Of course the art of wanting what you have is um, you know, a lifelong practice. Um, but like externally shit is like I mean, I don't know, it's not that great. Um Husband's still on the treatment. That is definitely something that like objectively, I think. um husband is still doing he's doing intravenous immunoglobulin um and he's and it's giving him like relapses of his illness. Basically, like he hasn't left the house in like nine days. and before that it was like, three weeks, like, I think he's forcing himself to go to Ralph's tomorrow, but it's intense, you know, like, living, and also just, like, the the repetition of illness, like, all this time, so I'm not gonna say, like, because usually I'm, like, oh, like, shit's fucked up, and then I'm, like, well, like, your life's not bad, like, calm down, but, like, yes, objectively, there are some things, um, you know, that are difficult, like, objectively difficult, but regardless of really, like, what's ever going on on the outside of my life, it's really... It's really about the attitude, you know? And I guess my attitude's, like, not great right now. Um, I'm really, though, like, I just don't trust the universe right now to deliver me the sweetness that I guess... I'm not saying I feel entitled to, although I guess on some level I must if I want it, you know? Wanting and hoping and expectation, all that shit is, like, the first step to disappointment and resentment. Um, but you know, what can I say? I'm human. I expect and hope and want, you know, it's just, it's what I do, um, as a human being, um, trying to stay alive. So, but I, I have sort of hitched my, my, my well-being onto like an ambition star, you know, like there's different things. Like sometimes it's like the romance like sometimes you hit your sleigh to like the romance pony or like you'll hitch it to like the whatever. Like I've chosen something um, recently that like I'm like waiting for something to happen. It's like on the precipice. Like I'm like I've been working on this thing for a long time. It's not my novel. That's our that that should be enough. Right. As they say, Dianu, Dianu, the it should have been enough. I love Dianu. Dianu is, the, I've talked about Diana before, the Passover song. It should have been enough. You know, it would have been enough that you set us free from Egypt. It would have been enough that you, I don't know, I forget what God did to my people. But like, you know, like some good, like things or whatever. And like, it would have been enough. It would have been enough. Like I have so many Dianus in my life and yet, like it would have been enough that I have this like incredible golden hound riding in the back of my car on his nice blanket. And he's all flat. You know, he's he's all flat. His triangle head is all flat against the blanket. Like, Dianeu, Fucking Dayenu. But, like I said, it's an art. The art of wanting what you have. And, um, so... Basically, I have, like... There's something I, like, got excited about. And then I'm, like, waiting for it to happen. And I'm, like... When you get excited about something and you, like, think it's gonna happen... Or you, like, think it's about... And then, like, you're waiting... Or you're like, I don't know. Like, it's just, you know, then it feels like, like that's when my entitlement, I guess, kicks in. Cause I'm like, oh, I am owed the thing that I like hoped would happen. Like, no, not really. But so, in order to sort of like adjust my attitude, well, there's two things happening. One is that I'm, I am choking myself on ho-ho's. Like, I'm literally going Linda Lovelace on these fucking ho-ho's. And, you know, it's great. It's working. You know, it's working. I'm about to... I'm, I'm just... I, I'm, I have two ho-ho's left in the pack. Um, I, I just... I don't want to start ho-ho two just yet. Because, like I said, part of my reason for, like, indulging in these ho-ho's right now um, is that I don't trust the universe to bring me, like, the sweetness that I feel I need. And I guess feel that I on some level I guess deserve or something so it's like so I'm like using the ho-ho as sort of like a guarantee but once the ho-ho is eaten then like the sweetness is already like ex post facto like I want impending sweetness like I want to be on right just on the precipice of sweetness you know like if I could live in a pack of ho-hos and have one ho-ho down and two to go like to me that, you know, like they talk about, like there's different, um, like my husband reads a lot of philosophy and like, you know, to me, like that's like, that's like my, I don't know. I don't think he even reads Marcus Aurelius, but that's just like the first thing that like everyone's really into Mark People are like really into Marcus Aurelius right now and like Montaigne. It's like, okay, like these dudes are going to like tell me how to live. Um, for me, like, I mean, that's wonderful, like good for them, but like I am just, I'm the Tao of the ho-ho, you know? Like, there's much to be learned from the experience of the ho-ho. And, you know, actually, when I talk to my husband about, like, different philosophies that he's reading, he's always like, oh, they always come to the same thing, you know? It's like, well, except for, like, Nietzsche. But it's like, um, you know, like, balance or whatever, which, like, I, I don't know how to do personally. But, like, you know, a lot of, it's, it's like, not attachment and desire, right? Like, don't get too attached, don't desire too much, whatever. Et cetera, which I clearly I'm not listening to because I have hope and expectation in my life of like something good happening and like the false illusion that like, you know, once this thing happens, like I'll be okay, which obviously like enough things, good things have happened and like I was fine and then like wasn't again that I should know that, but, um, but the ho ho. It's like if I could just remain in a moment where I have one ho ho down and two ho hos to go, right? It's like I've enjoyed I've I I have a taste of ho ho. My mouth is redolent of ho ho, but there's still two more. Like I would love I would love to just live in this place forever. Um and I guess I could if I like just carry these two hohos around with me, but I just know that's not gonna happen. But I'm I'm delaying, you know, I'm delaying the gratification of ho-hos two and three. Um and um what else is going on? So, you know, I have to say, like this sort of this thing that I like want to have happen that I've sort of in some ways arbitrarily like set my sights on you know, just been like, okay, like I thought this was going to happen. So now it like has to happen. Or I expect, I got excited. Um, wait, hold on. I'm going, I'm going to my friend's house and I feel like I just wait, hold on one second. I just need to, um, make sure I'm not going the completely wrong direction. Hold your horses for just one moment. Sorry. I, um, just needed to make sure that I was going to be able to get to my destination. Correctly, Oftentimes whilst recording and traveling, uh, on the, on the roads of Los Angeles, I will, um, get so focused on delivering you, um, the best sort of internal experience, you know, uh, conveying my internal world, um, in such a way that it, uh, is, is, um, seamlessly imbibed by you into your internal world. You know, I'm really, I'm really intuiting. I'm really lost within while still focusing on the road, but that I, um, don't, you know, that I, that I just neglect, uh, the external world. That's actually the case really for most of my life. I think, you know, I'm a very inward facing person, but sometimes you do have to actually, um, like go somewhere, you know, by the way, just in case anyone is interested or uh, works for my insurance company, I do use a headset to record this while I am driving. Um, if I'm ever driving, eating and, um, shodding, I utilize, well, it's not really, it's a, it's the CVS, um, headphones that have a microphone attached and sort of, I've talked of them before and sort of, they, they give me a little beard. It's like they're wireless, but not really. Um, anyway, so, so one, okay. So one component of what I'm doing, um, to sort of assuage the pain of my own expectation and hope deferred is, um, going ham on these ho-hos. The other thing that I am doing is I'm taking a look. I've been taking a look lately. You know, I have a lot of character flaws. I suppose we all do. You know, I'm not alone in uh, being a flawed person, but I've been taking a look lately at a particular set of them. Um, some of them I've shared with you because I've been, I've been doing the work on these, uh, for a while. So some of these I've shared with you, but I've but I'm looking at I'm looking at this particular situation of sort of um, you know like why I want certain ambition things to happen um, in terms of these character traits of mine that I've been sort of looking at, examining, um, trying to I don't know am I trying to heal I don't know I don't know what is happening but um, but I'm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm becoming aware. I'm looking at life through these perspectives. I don't really know, but anyway, so, and I found that usually when something is hashtag triggering for me, um, it's because it's calling up sort of a lot of these character traits, like a lot of these character traits are sort of being targeted. So I wanted to just, I haven't yet really gone through the list and looked at this situation, um, wholly in terms of these character traits. I wanted to do that publicly. I thought maybe, um, that might be a good thing to do on the shod. Um, you know, is it accountability? I don't know what it is. It's really just, I've been too lazy to do it up till this point and, um, I needed something to do today on the shod. So what better than to, um, talk about my stymied hopes and dreams, Um, in terms of, um, my worst character traits, you know, I think that's like a great thing to do, um, publicly. I think that is, you know, that's, that's the point of, um, having a public forum is to sort of lay oneself bare, um, in that way. So I'm just, um, I, I sort of know these traits by heart because I have been looking at them and doing the work on them. Um, and one of them, which I've talked about before is, uh, the trait of status seeking. Now, when I mentioned the status seeking in the past, I sort of, um, I reflected on this trait as not necessarily like, it's not like I'm seeking status in terms of like diamonds and money and, um, you know, like status, like a high society, like an Edith Wharton type of status seeking. Although I do very much love an Edith Wharton book, but, um, but it's not, it's not an, it's, it's the idea that within any context, one can have a certain type of status. So like, for example, um, you know, you can be sort of like the anarchist who, um, uses the least, Items that they have not found in a dumpster, right? You're like kind of the biggest non-consumer, and you so thus by being the biggest non-consumer or like um, upcycler. I, they probably don't use the word upcycling. I think that like anarchists aren't really very Pinteresty. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I have known some fake anarchists, you know. Um, I have known some faux anarchists in my time, and well, how do I know they're faux? Um, I don't know. I just. I I know, you know, you know, these things when you, when you meet, when you meet an anarchist in the road, you know, it's like when you meet the Buddha in the road, like that's not it, you know, but so I've, I've known some, some faux anarchists, but anyway, so it's like, but within those contexts, you know, it's like the person who, and I, and I don't think anarchists and Pinterest, maybe, maybe, but, um, you know, I don't know if upcycling is really the word they use. Like, I don't know if they're doing like cottage chic with their dumpster fines, But anyway, so it's like utilizing the least sort of amount of money and, and consumer consumerism, right? Like might make them kind of like the King or at least lecturing others about it the most, right? Like lecturing uh, might make them the King. Whereas like in another capacity, like in another environment, you know, that would not be high status, right? Like in another environment, it's like all about the fucking Range Rover. So for me, it's like, for me, the status is... It has to do with kind of feeling like I need to, to prove my existence on this earth. And really, honestly, so much of it right now is coming down to my fucking Instagram. Because, like, I don't know what the fuck to do on the Instagram still. And I, um, I'm so excited... Um, I want the announcement. I want the announcement of this thing probably more than I even want the thing so that I can then put it on my Instagram and just leave it there for like a month and not post anything else and just be like, yes, bitches. Yes. You know, like I feel as though it will earn me like an, a get out of Instagram. Like it'll give me sort of a, I don't know, like I'm doing something. Everybody leave me alone. You know, like, like having a novel coming out in, in 2020, that's not enough. You know, like I need, I need to prove something to I not even anyone real, really, because no one's ever really that happy for you when like you put when something good is happening. You know, like I know that like really all that would inspire like posting this announcement is sort of like people's own feeling shitty about themselves, which is how I usually feel if someone posts something good or like, you know, being like or like them being like, fuck that bitch. She doesn't, you know, whatever. Like it, or, or like I, it's not that I'm, I'm not looking to inspire envy. It's more just like, I'm looking to sort of be like, no, 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 I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm doing something like I'm, I'm moving and shaking something. Something is happening. I deserve to live on the planet. I don't really know. It's like a certain type of achievement as, you know, but it is about status, right? It's like, amongst my fellow writers, like, I just want to be like, okay, like this is happening. Like, and now I can just like, I want, I want sort of like, it's like how I want attention so that I can like act like I don't want attention. You know, it's like, I want something like kind of tangible to be happening so that I can act like, like I don't care about tangible things happening. You know, it's like, I want to just check a box. Like I want to check a box which won't even be, provide me existential fulfillment, you know, this announcement, but more that it will provide, it'll be like, give me what I, I perceive others perceive as my existential or the, I don't know. It's, it's sort of, it's all an illusion and I know this and yet I still want it. So that's, you know, I think it really is status seeking. Um, I also think definitely like the character trait of selfishness where I sort of make I, you know, I've re-examined selfishness in the past year and I've also talked about this on the shot where I look at my character trait of selfishness as like sort of making everything about me, right? Like when something bad happens, like internalizing it as my fault, like making everything about me. Now, granted, we already knew I make everything about me. I mean, I have a a show where I talk just about myself, um, while eating something and report on that experience. You know, yes, yes. The selfishness is present. You know, the artist is present. The stuff. but it's like to look at it and be like, wait, like it's so freeing to be like, wait, not everything's about me. And I've kind of been in like this delay in these delays of this thing happening. I've sort of been taking it personally. Like it's my fault. Like it's because my writing isn't X or I can't do it or I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. Like it's on me, you know, like I'm making it solely about me rather than it just, rather than being like, open to the fact that, number one, like, a lot of kind of achievementy things have to do with a lot of other factors. Number two, like, I shouldn't be expected to, like, know how to do everything right out the gate. Everything needs work. You know, this also is, like, another character trait of mine, which is sort of, like, perfectionism, right? Like, it's, like, which is weird because I, I claim, I, I claim to, to be a person who loves to practice beginner's mind. You know, like I claim to, I, I espouse as one of my positive traits, which I think sometimes it is. I like to be a pro I'm like, no, I don't know anything. And I like not knowing, you know, that, but when it's something that I do feel like I'm supposed to know, or that like others are relying on me to know or that, like, it might a future hinges on me. I get very, like, suddenly my belief in, like, beginner's mind and, like, not knowing, I just, like, abandon it, you know? And I get very all or nothing. I get very black and white thinking. That is another trait that I'm working on. So we've got uh, status-seeking, selfishness, like, perceiving everything is about me, um, perfectionism. And then we've got black and white thinking, right? Like if I don't, if this doesn't happen now in the, t- in my time frame in the way that I think it should go, it's never going to happen. Also, like I'm nothing, right? Like I sort of, I'll, I'll take my entire sort of existence and just hitch it to whatever. And like, I'm not right. Like it, it's never going to, I'm shit it's over and i think that black and white thinking is a very like people with depression tend to i've heard that that is one of like like that's a common trait amongst people with depression right it's like a black and white thinking like there's and and part of sort of sometimes like when i feel as though the the things that i do in my life to like stay alive one of the things or some of the things like are often about just opening up my perception just to be able to remember, not even to see things from another perspective, but just to be able to see like weight. And I talked about this last week too, actually, or last Wednesday, last week and a half ago, by the way, I am going to try to be better about getting back to like every Sunday. I can't promise, but I'm going to do my best, you know, I'm going to do my best. But, um, but you know, I had that midweek one and then I was like, I just, I can't like, I'm tired, you know, like I'm very, I'm tired. I'm a tired woman. I'm tired from doing. Um, I, I just I find getting out of bed like just it's challenging. But so, all right. But so what? You know, in terms of like, I talked about like that sometimes I can perceive my thoughts as like the truth, and part of like getting be I'm part of being like more okay is like even just remembering like wait that's not the truth that is a perception. But another I guess part of uh, okayness for me is like. and and I sometimes need to rely on sort of like outside sources, like a rope, like a lifeboat for this. Cause I don't do it. It's, it's hard for me to do it on my own, you know, but is to see like that not only like, is this not like necessarily the truth, but that there are like multiple ways of seeing a thing. And that there are multiple possibilities for the way things might shake down. Like, my narrative, my rabbit hole of, like, it's all over, you're doomed, you're fucked. Like, there's actually, like, between what is happening and that, there are actually, like, many ways that it could go. You know, like, the unknown is not a death sentence. And I guess on some level, I must see perceiving the unknown or, like, delay... I feel more comfortable seeing, like, delays and unknowns as, like, well, I'm fucked. Because in a way, it's still, like, okay, well, I'm sort of... Like, it's my way of gaining some illusion of control over a situation. Whereas to just not know and to remember, like, oh, there's actually, like, 10 different ways. There's not even 10. There's, like, infinite ways that this could shake down, you know? And there's no, like, plot or plan. Like, that, that can be... It can make me feel better, but it can also be, like more harrowing, you know, like it's both, but I don't arrive at that very well on my own. You know, it's like they say a miracle is a shift in perception. Like it truly is. Cause it's like literally like the situation doesn't have to change at all. But like when I can sort of just like detach from my perception of the everything is fucked outcome and I can see like, no, that's not true because there's actually like infinite ways this could go still. You know, while that's sort of harrowing, because then it gives it like disabuses me of my like illusion of control. At the same time, it's also really nice because it's like, oh, there's like so many gradations, you know. And so that's about like, I think, black and white thinking. So like those are like four things, right? Like the black and white. Th- I'm, I, I just keep summing up to kind of like, I don't know. Um, so, you know, and with those go like fear Um, another one is dishonesty. Dishonesty is like a character. I mean, it's a character trait I've had my whole life and it's, um, you know, I think there's different ways of being dishonest. I think like people pleasing and in my year of saying no, that's definitely like one that I was working on. Like when I would say yes, but really mean no. Like I've, I, I cut back on that a lot and like not setting boundaries. Like I've definitely gotten better at that, but, um, or like also I'm starting to get a little better at like a little better at like revealing that I have needs. But I think that one way that like dishonesty is sort of coming into play here is like the dishonesty I have with myself really about like, well this, like if this happens, I'll be okay. Which is like the oldest lie, you know, in the book. Like I've been telling myself that lie in like one form or another um, and part of it, like, I guess it has its purpose because hope like can be like a, a sort of temporary and antidote for depression, you know, like, or like sort of expectation can be a temporary, it can be like the, the dream of some sort of future thereness that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to arrive there even though I have yet, to, like, it's like if I was going to arrive there, I would have arrived there already. You know what I'm saying? But like, I've been telling myself this since I was like very young, like, well, once like if this crush manifests, then like I'm there, then it's going to be okay. Or like it, a lot of it with like body stuff and like physical self image. Like if I lose this weight, then like, I'm going to be there, you know, or if like I can get this person to like me, then I'm going to be really, there's infinite theirs, you know, it's Charlie Brown and the football. Um, but so like, you know, so I'm just kind of like, all right, well, this is touching on like a lot of the character traits that I've been like trying to work on. And Or I don't know about work on. Am I working on them? I guess I'm I'm looking at them. You know, and I'm looking at them and I'm looking at the ways that they cause me suffering, that I cause myself suffering with them. And I don't know. So I don't really know. Um, I feel tired. Um, I'm about to get to my friend's house and I've sort of worn myself out. Um and I'm not I'm already late, so I don't think I'm gonna like sit in the car for too long for too long um outside of his house because I'm like already late I'm late for everything because I just don't want to be anywhere but also because I believe I can bend time it's like another part of my dishonesty it's not I'm not trying to be dishonest I just you know I just I think that it'll only take two minutes to do something that takes seven maybe I'm an optimist I don't really know but anyway um that was exhausting um hope I didn't exhaust you Um, But anyway, yeah, I think I'm going to just go to my friends and um, drink tea and um, talk about other uh, potentialities for um, hopeless futures. Um, That's it. Wishing you uh, a week of of false hope um, for your hopeless future. And I'll see you on the flip side. That's all. Bye-bye.